You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change hey, the world. Hey, it's your Superpower Kid, Neva Lee Rekla, and I'm very excited for today's interview. We are talking about mind magic for kids. Now, what does mind magic mean? Mind magic to me means pretty much having superpowers and being able to control your life, but in your own way. And it may mean something different for everyone, but I know that our guest today knows exactly what that's about. Her name is Susie Pruden. We met at Bernie Dorman and September Dorman CEO space about eight years ago. She is so awesome. She was featured on Oprah. She is the co-founder and president for Itty Bitty Publishing, and people call her the mind magician. And she is just so amazing, and I'm very excited to have her on. So without further ado, will you help me welcome our guest, Susie. Hi, Susie. Hi, Neva, and thank you for inviting me on your show. Thank you so much for coming on. It's a true honor. It really is. Thank you. And I have watched you guests for the last eight years. And when I first, first met you at CEO Space, you were very tiny and you had business cards <laughs> and you were giving everybody your business card. And I think there were like 300 people in the room at the time. Yeah. You were just screwing around saying hello to everybody as if you yeah. were not, I think, two years old. It was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. We have known each other for quite a while. We've known each other, and then you and your mom and dad and I would always go out for dinner, um, I think Saturday or Sunday night, when we were at CEO Space to this phenomenal steak restaurant in Las Vegas, and uh, it was a tradition with us. Yeah, I remember that, and it was so fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So, I already know that you have a lot of superpowers, and we've kind of already talked about it. But could you tell our guests what a few of your superpowers are? Incredible self-confidence and Mm. belief in myself. And it's interesting how that is a superpower because because I believe in myself, I can hear other people's belief or disbelief in themselves. And Mm -hmm. if they have a disbelief, I can help them learn to reframe that so that they can believe in themselves because in my mind by believing in myself I can do anything yeah I agree that's a really good superpower to have because it's so important to believe in yourself especially in life and especially in business because it's very inspirational to other people if they have self-doubt so I would say that it's really cool seeing people out there who can believe in themselves fully. And that shows other people that it's possible. So they're, so it's not as scary, you know? Yeah, I get an idea and then I do it. Yeah. I don't wait because if I wait, it, it won't get done. And, and people have said to me, how can you just do what you do? And my attitude, how can I not do what I do? Yeah. You know, yeah. I've watched you and you have total self confidence. 
You know yourself. And when you have an idea, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it's it's like for me it's it's a normal, natural thing get an idea and do it. For most people they have to be certain weight and be certain weight yeah i would say that it's a really good superpower to have and most people have it it's just they have to be able to show it because some people like deep out down inside everyone loves themselves and everybody is confident in themselves but it can be really scary for some people yes and I think that when there's people out there who can just fully believe in themselves, like you said, take action when you get an idea, those are the people that are really inspirational because then everyone starts doing it and it becomes normalized that everyone loves themselves and everyone believes in themselves and they start taking action, which I think is really cool. For, For people like you and me, we make it safe for other people to do what they want to do. Yeah. And I think it, like you said, it it makes it kind of safe for others. And I think that that's very, very true. Because I remember that when I was just getting started in business and, or mostly my podcast, it was really scary for myself. And because I would start doing, I did what my mom did. So I would listen in on her podcast. And when I had an interview, I would go and I would say the exact same thing she would say. And I did that for like a year until I finally started getting self-confidence in it. And I think it also shows that like we're human and not everybody's going to have full self-confidence immediately. And there will be challenges along the way, but it's like you have your mindset on it. Right. And I'll tell you, when I first, when I, my first career was teaching exercise, because my mother was the nation's foremost fitness authority. And when I first, you'll get a kick out of this. When I first started my exercise school, I played her exercise record. That's the vinyl. So she was talking on the record with the music, and I was demonstrating her exercises. So just like you, I started by doing what my mother did. And then as I got more confident in my own abilities, I moved into my own programs. Yeah. And sometimes it takes having people like that in your lives to show you how to be yourself. Like, I probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my parents showing me how to do business. Because I didn't know and I wasn't going to know unless they taught me. And I wasn't going to know unless I asked the right questions. Which I think is also really important is they taught me curiosity about things. So I find that being curious helps make it so you can discover who you truly are. I agree. And it was interesting watching you as I watched you growing up. Because you were never told... When I say you were never told no, you were probably told no about a certain amount of things, but when it came to learning or came to questions, your parents respected you completely. Mm-hmm. That whatever question you asked, you had 
the right to have the answer. Yeah. And yeah. that's a gift because a lot of parents, yes. you know, they say you'll figure it out when you grow up, but no, you don't yes. just figure it out. You do eventually, but how wonderful that you yeah. were given the gift of having that space opened up for you. Yeah, I think that you're really right that some parents don't really give their kids the chance to have the curiosity that all kids have. And I think that you're right on the sense of they've kind of shown me that, like you said, I have the right to have the, na- the answer. Yeah. But they've also taught me to be respectful in my questions. And that kind of shows me how I can start questioning myself. And I find that it's like, it kind of shows me how I can question my behavior. Maybe I wasn't the nicest over here because they've given me the chance to kind of have that curiosity. It really is gives me more freedom to experience who I really am and gives me more freedom to grow, which I think is really important. I do too. And you never mm-hmm. stop growing. That's very true. And I would actually love to keep talking about this more because I think that having the freedom to grow is a huge part of mind magic. But we do have to take a quick break. So will you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? They can go to www.itipitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypitypityp
and say, isn't it wonderful that you're still at 76? It's almost patronizing. Um, and, and I'm sure it happens to you too from the opposite end. Um, because you're, you're nine now, right? I'm 10. You're 10. You're double digits. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 10 and people will condescend to mm -hmm. you saying, well, you're 10 and, and isn't it sweet that you are this smart, you're asking questions. On the other side, I'm 76. When they, people condescend, say, oh, I'm so, it's so remarkable that you're still asking questions. But questions are important and they create magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really true because without questions, it'd be really hard to have magic because how are you supposed to know what it is? And, and like in business, how are you supposed to know how to do business if you don't ask the questions to get you there? You have to ask questions mm -hmm. because if you try to do it by yourself and you don't know what you're doing, you're not going to make it. You yeah. need a team as well. Yeah, I agree. And, and it's important to ask your team questions so that they can give you input so that you can move your business forward. Yeah. And it's also important to be open to saying, I don't know that. And so mm -hmm. tell me so I can learn, so yeah. I can continue, as we said earlier, to grow. Because you don't, life ends for you when you stop growing, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say so. And it's also being willing to grow because you're asking questions. Yeah. And also, like something I do is I don't understand every single word everyone says. So like earlier today, I was on an interview. Someone was interviewing me and he asked me a question and I didn't really understand what he said. So I said, will you please reframe that for me? And that's how I ask people so I can still learn about it while putting it into my language so I can understand it. But then, oh, look, now I understand this new word. Because they said this. Right. So it's really awesome. And some of my advice is like, for all of you out there, find that question for yourself. So if you don't understand something, find a way to ask somebody about it. And find a way that you can keep growing by learning everything. And way, you're learning something new. The way I do it, Neva, because I've had, still have situations where someone will ask me something or say something to me, and I don't have a clue what they've just said. I like the way you said you reframe that for me. What I'll do very often is say, could you ask me that differently? Mm -hmm. So that I, because I'm not understanding the language, even though we're speaking the same language, I'm not understanding the language you're using to yeah. ask me that. So can you ask differently? And what used to happen, I had a, was working with a friend of mine, we were work, working on a book, and she'd say something to me, and I wouldn't understand what she said. And I said, could you say that differently? So she would say it louder. <laughs> I'd say, no, 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 louder. Different words. And then she would say it louder. And I said, no, 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 I heard you. I just don't understand the words you're using. And I should go, oh. But she didn't understand that I didn't understand. It was very funny. 
eventually she learned how to speak to me. <laughs> yeah. And that shows that we're always growing. And it's, we keep on going back to this, but it's having the right questions is, in my opinion, what helps you grow. And like you said, it when you stop growing, that's like when life stops. And it, I feel like that's true because if you stop asking questions, then I feel like you kind of lose your kid side for a little bit. And with, without questions, you kind of lose your curiosity. So that's why it's so important to ask questions yeah. and have fun with it, too. And, and some people will say, I'm going to ask a stupid question. And I always say, the only stupid question there is, is the one that is not asked. Yeah. There is no stupid okay. question. Yeah. It's like, because that's the part of curiosity, is that it's always going to come up. You're always going to be curious about something. And you're so. not wrong for being curious. You know, Nobody is wrong for being curious. So I like how you said that, that it's, the most important question is the ones that are being asked, in my opinion. Yeah. Because if they're not being asked, they're not important. And they're obviously still important, but if they're not being, if they're not being asked, nobody can answer them. No one can answer, yes. Yeah. And um, people very often don't ask questions because they're afraid of being made a fool, that their question is stupid. But as I say, the only stupid question there is is the one that is not asked. Because if, if I'm in a room with 50 people and I have a question, there's at least 10 other people who have that same question mm-hmm. who just aren't asking it. And the other thing that's important is if someone uses a word that you don't understand, I say, could you give me the definition of that word because I don't understand it? Mm-hmm. And it's it's... It's not stupid for me not to understand a word because I just don't understand that word. But I, yeah. it would be ridiculous if I didn't say, I, I, I need to know what that word means if I'm going to be able to communicate with you. Yeah, I agree. I, something I do is I'll be talking to my friends and let's say we're at a business conference and I'm hanging out with my friends and we're talking about what the speaker is saying. And if they go... Well, this would be an interesting question. I, sometimes I'll go, then ask it. And I'll go, well, no, because I don't want to interrupt. I'm like, right. ask the question. Ask the and question. And so then what I do is I go, excuse me, and I ask the question. And, yeah. Or like, I'm, I find that I'm sometimes the more dominant one in my friend groups. So if my other friends don't want to ask a question, even if it's like at a restaurant, and let's say – the waitress forgot avocado on their salad. Sometimes I have friends that won't even ask for a simple slice of avocado to go with their salad because they're scared. Then I go, excuse me, can we get some more avocado? And so I find that if, if you're not the one asking questions, somebody around you will, and they're going to take action. And hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. So that's why it's so important to ask your questions so you're not relying on someone else. To do it for you. Yes. Because most of the time people won't. Well, they're afraid. I, I mean, and it doesn't, it, it doesn't stop 
when you grow up. Because even people my age, you know, if someone brings them something at a restaurant that is not okay, very often people will eat it anyway just because they don't send it back. But I'll send it back. And um, they'll go, you're sending that back? I said, yeah, it's disgusting. And I won't pay for it. And because if it's not good, you don't have to pay for it. But a lot of people are afraid to do that. And it's, again, you've been given a lot of permission to be completely who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's a real gift. And I claimed, uh, I claimed who I am just because that's, I guess, my personality. But in my peer group, a lot of people won't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I I would say I'm pretty similar. Yes, uh, cause that's why we like I, each other. <laughs> that's true. Because, like I said, I'm usually the dominant one in my friend groups. And I feel like that's a gift because I get to help so many people. It is a gift. Because, and sometimes I'm not, sometimes I'm tired of it. But most of the time, there is, like, a huge reason why I'm there, I feel like. And there's a huge reason that everybody has their like, part in the friend group. So I typically say I'm either the dominant one or I'm the mama there. And I'm typically the youngest one in my friend groups. I can and, see that. I'm the yeah. oldest right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, for example, we were at CEO Space and they were doing the team program. So know what I did? I went to the cafe and I got a couple of apples and a couple of granola bars and Nutella packets. And I shoved them in my backpack. So that way, all of the team group and I wouldn't get hungry. That and, was smart. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I call myself the mama bear. And so I feel like that's also a big part about being curious is finding who you are. And then I feel like you have so much more room to be curious. Finding who you are and then owning it. Not mm-hmm. being afraid of being who you are. Yeah. Because I, I'm, I'm very polarizing. Mm-hmm. People really like me or they really don't. And I'm okay either way. Mm-hmm. And I find that that's a real gift because then I don't get upset. I mean, I don't like it if someone doesn't like me, but I really, it's like, that's their issue, not mine. Yeah. It's a blessing and in disguise. A blessing in disguise? Yep. Yeah. So I, I, you know, people see themselves in each other. And so those people who see something that they don't like in me, that's something that they have to deal with within themselves. Yeah. And people who do see things that they like in me, that's something that they have inside of themselves. Yeah. And when, when, you, when you talk about magic, we've all got it. Mm-hmm. We just have to ask. Yeah. It's like, that's okay, true. this is what I want to create today. How do I do it? And then yeah. the answers come. Yeah. I I definitely see that being true. That happens to me all the time. Um, which I, I do want to tell you about. But I do want to do funny FaceTime while okay. I'm thinking about it. Because it's a lot of fun. And I feel like we're in the fun FaceTime mood. So we get to make our funny faces with Teddy. And we're going to make them in three seconds. Are you ready? Three. Ready? Show show me a funny face. Okay. All right. All right. Three, two, 
one. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, funny face? Is it okay? That's a good funny face. Yeah. A monkey Any too. funny face can be a funny face. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a good funny face. So, what some of my superpowers is what I would call them is I have visions. So I can see things and I see energy and I see spirits. And something I do at nighttime is because I know that that's part of my magic. That's a part of who I am. But sometimes I don't like seeing spirits. Sometimes I don't like seeing energy because typically I find that spirits and stuff come to me when I'm most like available or sometimes when I need it most, when I need like a spirit guide. But sometimes they'll come to me at night. And I don't like seeing spirits and stuff at night because I'm trying to go to sleep. Right. So something I do is if I feel I've gotten really in tuned with it now. So if I feel that there's like a spirit or something in my room, uh, my dog even senses it. She She's very protective of my mom. My mom has dragons and she'll start barking at the dragons because she doesn't like them. So I typically notice that my dog senses them. So then I just kind of ask the spirits to please don't come. And I kind of say a prayer that when I'm trying to go to sleep, please don't come to me. And I want to not see energy. And then when I'm ready, I'll let you know. And that's kind of my way of controlling my magic. And it's not that I need to control it, but I'm asking the questions. And that's something that's really important. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, and and it's important, Eva, what you just said, because there are a lot of people who will see a spirit and get scared. Mm-hmm. But, that, but if you say, please don't come to me at this time, they will respect you and because oh, yeah. you are of the light. Mm-hmm. And um, when you say, you know, I am of the light, respect me mm-hmm. and let me go to sleep and I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. And it's like you've earned that respect now because you've claimed it. And want to hear a quick spirit story? Sure. So this was, so when I was really younger, I say that in M10, but when I was really, really little, I would see spirits and I'd get really scared of them. But this was about two years ago, I think. And we had... Like, I had had this spirit, and I had sensed it. But this spirit was doing this thing where it, like, come into my body type thing. So it would try to feel what it was like being a human. And I would, like, feel my arm twitching, and I'd be like, will you please not? And right. then, then I'd just have these conversations with the spirit, and I'd go, why are you doing this? And then I'd hear no response. So I'd send her in. Why are you in my body right now? Then I would hear, because I'm trying to feel what it's like to be a human again. And I went, um, I'm good. And and I noticed I got really scared because why is the spirit lurking around me without my permission? (laughs) And so after a while... I was like, okay, I'll make a good, an agreement. 
You can stay with me for today, but when, but tonight you are leaving. And so that's what happened. But then the spirit came back the next day. So then I told my parents about it. And then we did something about it. And I just kind of said, spirit, I'm good. You can find someone else. And then they, they left. But I find that you have to have the power to ask. And something that's really important, especially with energy and spirits, I find that especially if it's like a spirit who's previously been a human, I find that typically they're a little bit more mischievous, which then you have to ask a little bit more. But if you don't get afraid, it works really well. That's the piece. Mm -hmm. If you don't get afraid. Because they'll say if you get afraid. Pardon me? Well, then they feel that they have control over you. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you don't get afraid, because I was sitting with, at dinner one night. I was in Hawaii, and I was sitting at dinner one night in this beautiful restaurant outdoors. And all of a sudden, I felt this energy coming up my body. And it was a very dark energy. Mm-hmm. And it's moving up my body. And all of a sudden, I am completely, there's somebody in here. And... My friend who I was having dinner with looked at me and said, she's so amazing. She goes, who's here? Because she could see it inside of me. My eyes changed. And I wasn't scared. I, all I said was, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And because I was not afraid, I then felt the energy leaving my body until I was myself again. But it was really in there, and I was not afraid. Had I been afraid, then they lock in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so important to, like, hold your ground. Always. And they're smart. They will know when you're afraid. Oh, sure. And that's when they take control of you. Yeah. And it may seem scary. And when I was younger, if I had a spirit, like, when I was around the age that I finally started understanding it, I, well, I always understood it, but when I was around the age that the fear started kicking in, it was really scary for me. Like, I couldn't walk down the dark, dark hallway. I'd have a flashlight or I had to turn the light on I, because I would see spirits. Yeah. And then, but when I was really little, I had, like, I believe it was an archangel or someone who would play in my dollhouse with me. I had this dollhouse, and you'd come and play with me. And, or here's another quick story. My dad was in Afghanistan at the time, and my mom and I were hanging out at our house, and I had these beings called the white people. And there was these group of four people who would hang out with me, and they were just like kind of my little buds. And my mom wanted me to put up my shoes. And I go, I don't want to put on my shoes. She goes, will you please put up your shoes? Then I go, "Mm, no. And then I start listening. I go, "Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Mom, I'm sorry. I'll go put up my shoes. And she goes, who are you talking to? And I go, oh, (laughs) they're the white people. She's like, okay. And then she talked to them. And she's like, what are you about? And she did her due diligence on that. 
And then a couple years later, I was in my bedroom and I had just fallen asleep and I woke up to hearing whispers in my room and I hear a bunch of talking and all that. I don't know if I was in another dimension or what was happening, but then I wake up and I sit up and then there's these four people and they're like mad scientists, like they had the hair all puffy and then they had their goggles on and stuff. They're all whispering and then they're staring at me. When I sit up, they just go, and they're all just staring at me. And then I go, and then I hide under my covers because there's just these beings staring at me. Right. But then a little while after, I tell my mom about it. I tell my mom the next morning and I explain what they look like. And she goes, I bet they're the white people. And I go, who are that? Who are those people? And she goes, oh, they were your friends when you were younger. So now I can call on them whenever I want because they found me. That is so sweet. Yeah. That is so great. Yeah. And I think that that's the power of not being afraid. Yes. And also, spirits look different. Sometimes, like, we had this group come to us that was called Love. And they were, like, this group of different, like, spirits from, like, a whole other dimension, pretty much. And... I got a vision from them, and it really scared me at first. But then I realized that they weren't scary, that they were actually there to, like, help us and protect us. But then now I can call on them. And so I think that's the big power of holding your ground and asking the right questions. And and as you said, not being afraid. Mm -hmm. And, And allowing the information that is being presented to you. To, yeah. to, 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 to look at it and to weigh whether is this something that is right for me or if this is something that is wrong for me. And mm-hmm. if it's wrong for me, I need to be able to, as you say, stand my ground and say this is not right for me. Yeah. And I, I really liked your story, that especially that your friend was there and like your friend could help you and that you weren't afraid of it. Because yeah, it wasn't scary. It was just weird. Yeah. It was, and, and, and it was a really, what was so interesting, Neva, was it was a really dark energy. Mm-hmm. And what I found interesting in myself was that I was not afraid. Mm-hmm. It was just all of a sudden, it's like, oh my goodness, something's taken over. And um, do you know why they call alcohol spirits? Now, this is funny because... Spirits, as in the the spirits that you're talking about and that I'm talking about, are always looking for people that they can spend time in. And when people go to bars and drink alcohol, they're drinking spirits. It's called spirits. It's because when they've had alcohol in their system, they are open to being available for the spirit to enter the body. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's why they call it spirit. So very often when people drink too much, then they can't control the spirit that is in them. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Because it makes sense because it gives the spirit more time. Right. And also... More access. Yeah, more access and they're more able to come in. Right. And some people could turn it into like, oh my goodness, they're like possessing you, they're taking over. And that's, in my opinion, it's not true. In my opinion, it's just like this curious little spirit coming in, 
trying to experience what it's like. And even when I had that experience, I was somehow able, even though it was weird and it was like, I don't, I'm not like twitching my arm, but it's moving. And it was still weird, but I was able to talk to it. And I said, why are you here? Why me? And they said, I want to know what it's like to be a kid again. And then I was like, wait, you were like a a human at one point? And he was like, yeah. (laughs) I just had this conversation with the spirit. And it was a little bit odd. It is odd, but it's okay. Yeah, and it's okay. (laughs) And, well, it's not okay that, like, they're just coming in without asking. No, that's not okay. That's not okay. But it's the experience that holding your, when you're holding your ground, that is. And I feel like that is the part that's really important. Yes, and that's a very good point, because you talk about kids in business. And when you're in business, you have to hold your ground. Mm-hmm. And so, as I mean, as an adult, it generally gets easier, but a lot of people still can't. As a kid, for a lot of kids, they don't quite know how to do that. You've mastered that. And so, when, when, I, when I think of what kind of um, message can I give kids who are going into business is to learn the technique of holding your ground, of asking questions, and understanding that there is magic. Yeah, I agree. I definitely, definitely agree. That is really good advice, and I feel like it doesn't have to be spirits to have, for you to have magic. No. No, it doesn't have to be. It can be business. It can be just being yourself. Yeah. And I feel like And I don't feel it. I know it. We all have superpowers. Yes. And we can all definitely, definitely change the world. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think we have to believe it. I think we have to act on it. And I think we have to um, be, claim our own individuality and claim our individuality within a group. Yeah. So that we are a a tribe. Yeah. You know, it's CEO space. It's a tribe. It's a group of and people. It's a tribe. Yeah. And it, it's like a family. Yep. And that's find your tribe. Is my yep. Advice. Now, we do have to wrap up. And I feel like we've had a great conversation about talking about magic and talking about how we all have it. Right. And how you just have to to claim who you are without being afraid of it. Now, do you have any last advice before we wrap up? Trust. Trust that that you are here for a purpose. Trust Mm -hmm. yourself to make a decision and sometimes just make... Making a decision is the most important thing you can do. Whether it's a right decision or a wrong decision, make a decision yeah and if it's the wrong decision then make another decision you know it's like just change your mind um but but claim claim who you are Mm -hmm. and trust yourself 
Yeah. And uh, create friends in your life like Neva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I And thank you for that. I would definitely say trust as well. Mm-hmm. And trust yourself. Trust in the divine. Trust in... Yep. Just trust. And you'll get so many places by asking questions and by trusting. Yes. So, will you remind our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Go to um, itty, I-T-T-Y, bitty, B-I-T-T-Y, publishing.com. Um, I do publish itty-bitty books. I publish <laughs> legacy books, and I publish children's books, and I'm about to start a university. And I think that Neva... We should talk about that offline and see how you can run the kids portion of our itty-bitty university. We're going to have all of our authors giving their information. That's itty-bittypublishing.com. You can see my TED Talk and the things that I've done and how you can participate in what I'm doing going forward. Awesome. And definitely go check her out and definitely participate in what she's doing. Because Susie is so, so awesome. We've been talking with Susie Pruden about Mind Magic for Kids. Susie is so amazing, and she is definitely a great friend. So, like I said, go check her out. Go support her. And Susie, thank you again for coming on. Kids, remember that we all have superpowers, and we can change the world by being ourselves. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. Hey.